Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Beyond convenient. Tom, thanks for taking the time to come on with us to play not today, but Perk and I are having a debate. And I know what you, I, I asked, uh, you saw the Super Bowl. Was it more a comeback by New England or a choke by Atlanta? It's a comeback. It, 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 I look at it as a comeback. But you got to remember, too, who you're talking to. You know, a guy from oh, Boston. Oh, that's right. He's from Boston. <laughs> who am I? No, no, never I'm, mind. Never mind. He's a, bigger, he's a huge Patriots fan. Oh, my opinion doesn't count suddenly. No, you're, you're not. It's like asking me about the Cubs. <laughs> I, you're smart, Tom. It, I, was I, a, I, it was a comeback by the greatest player, not quarterback. Greatest, I'm going to go further. By the greatest athlete in the history of mankind, oh, playing quarterback for the Patriots and the greatest coach of all time. What about uh, a guy named Michael Jordan? Who's a better athlete, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? Well, if we're talking athletic ability, who's more, who who is? Uh, you just more said he was the greatest sport? athlete. But yeah, well, the, you know, the, the, the Michael Jordan is the greatest athlete. Then we got to talk about like, Jesse Owens is probably the greatest athlete. So but, right now, Tom is in third. Five seconds ago, he was no, in first. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's as dominant in his sport. Uh, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to uh, compare because of the the, with the makeup of the sports. With his five guys in basketball, twenty two in football. But at the most dominant position, at the most important position, he is the most dominant player in the history of that game. There's no uh, question. Real, I, I don't want to debate that. Real quick, before we get to the heat, was there ever a time you thought about turning off last night's game? I I did. I oh. actually did. I was so I was I was so ticked off. When did you I turn it did. off and when did you turn it back on? Oh, I, I would like at halftime and I, I wasn't gonna watch that halftime show anyway and I and I just and I um Did you start I seeing dozed, tweets or something? I flipped around, I went for a walk, I dozed and then I finally turned it back on and it was um I don't remember the score but it was late. It was late in the fourth quarter. I mean I went a long time because I looked at my phone and I saw the and I saw it was went down to twenty five. You know, the, the score got even worse, and then I got really mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I and it's like every time it's funny, you know, because every time a Boston team wins a title, I always say, yeah, you know what, I'm good. I don't care what happens. I don't care what happens. And then they get, and then 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 the next year, someone else is in a championship, and I'm like, uh, and I'm like, all oh, mad if they don't win it. So. It's it's been, uh, but I realized it's you know I it's it's been an incredible incredible sixteen years being a fan of of, of those teams. It's really been unbelievable. Hey uh, Tom, you know the uh, the Heat uh, up in in Minneapolis to, to to play Minnesota. You know Minnesota has a stocked roster as far as young talent, uh, lottery mm-hmm. picks. Is, is there kind of a cautionary tale for those who want the Heat to tank? Or who wanted? <laughs> I, I don't know that very many people are in that camp right now. Right. But who wanted the Heat to do that? Uh, and, and when you look at Minnesota, I would say there are a few cautionary tales. Philadelphia being another. Yep. Yep. I mean, Philadelphia sat there and got and how many? How many number one, second, number one or two picks? Here's another one. Los Angeles Lakers have had back to back number two picks. Yep. So it's not, man. It, it's it, people believe it's just like a an automatic fix and. And yeah, you you know tank for a year or two. You're gonna get a great player, and you'll be a championship contender. And it does doesn't work that way. And we know this. If, if, as far as the Heat's concerned, it's a 50-50 proposition because they have had two picks in the top five, 
and one of them was Dwayne Wade, good, and one of them was Michael Beasley. Yeah. So you know, if 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 they were in that, you know, if they were still, if this was three weeks ago, and we were talking about them having the second worst record in the league, which they did, you, you know, it's it's still are they gonna, are they going to get Michael Beasley? Or are they going to get Dwayne Wade? So now I I I've never ever prescribed to that theory that they should that that. Uh, that you just go out there and the players don't purposely try to lose games, but management does things to try to not put the best people on floor. First of all, they have not done that this year, but why would you even consider that? And now, like you said, that's out the window. The two games out of the eighth spot, which, which is almost as amazing as coming back from 25 points with two minutes to go in the third quarter. That's, in a that's, that's right. Now, the Heat, uh, today they cut Derek Williams to sign a Carol mm-hmm. White to a two-year deal. It seemed to me that you know, Williams made a pretty quick impression. He was up for just three weeks and, and necessitated that uh, that two-year deal. It's just, I mean, the Heat signed Derek Williams to a one-year $4.6 million contract. It's, you know, they admitted a mistake, and they signed a guy who is going to give them a, a better chance to win in the long run. Yeah, it's it was a qu- pretty, pretty uh, steep fall for Derek Williams, yep. too, because he, you know, he came out of the, if you remember, he came out of preseason. We thought he was going to be the starting four. He started five games. He was averaging ten points a game. He pro- he played, I think, the third most minutes, or maybe the, but among the top of the leaders in minutes in the preseason. He looked pretty good. And then the season started, and he and he didn't start, and uh, all of a sudden Luke Babbitt was starting, and um, his minutes diminished, and uh, you know, and then he did get a few opportunities, but he just was not the same player. And he's such a he's really a good guy, but he's a, you talk about another you want you want to talk about another uh, precautionary tale. This is number two pick in the draft in two thousand eleven. Yeah, by, by Minnesota, the yeah, yeah, by the Timberwolves, and we're in, um, he's been on four different teams. So, uh, yeah, I, I like you know keeping Okara White and giving him an opportunity. Um, you know, what is he going to be in his career? We don't know. And uh, but if if he continues to you know progress like he has, he's only twenty four years old. Um, yeah, he can help you. He's a nice role player. That's probably where where, where he's going to be. But he has really um, he's shown me a lot, and in, in, in more so in pressure situations, how well he's done in the fourth quarter in the Golden State game, in the fourth quarter of the of the Nets game. So they they saw that, and they and they were impressed. And uh, I'm I'm glad for him. It was a it was a uh, pretty impressive three weeks for him. Tom, uh, we always keep a a close eye on Hassan Whiteside uh, Saturday night. 30 points, mm-hmm. 20 rebounds, three blocks. That meant what? Uh, more frustration because that's what you want to see. Yeah. Like, no, he's not going to average 30 and 20, but that's what's in this guy. This guy can do this on a consistent basis. He can he can be a 18 to 20 point guy and a 15 point in a in a you know 13 to 15 rebound guy on a consistent basis. I believe. And we saw what we, you know, we did see that at the beginning of the year. He was, he, he had a lot of double doubles. He was, he went a long time before uh, he, he was out of uh, double digits and rebounds early in the year. Um, and then for like a month, we saw games like Cleveland where Spo had to pull him and two or three others where he had to take him off the court because he just looked so disengaged. He just looked like he was going through the motions. And that's the frustration when you see what he did the other night, because that's, uh, he, he has this in him and he has this in him to be a, a really, really good and a top-level center in this league where there aren't a lot of top-level elite centers. Um, so, you know, it, it, you'd rather see it than not. You know, you'd rather get – because and, and you, you, you know that's there. And, you know, again, maybe you know, maybe he's turned the corner. We, yeah. You know, that's all we talk about with yep. Dion and other players. And, you know, if, if, 
this, this is happening with all of them. This could be something, but but we'll see. We'll see if he can keep that consistency up. It doesn't mean 30-20, but just being consistent. Uh, speaking of that, Tom, who has turned the corner on this well, team? I think it's a little early to say it for Dion Waiters. I, maybe Hassan uh, Dragic had probably already turned, but, but who do you think has turned that proverbial corner this season? Well, you're right. Goran, I think, Goran's played this way the whole year. Right. Goran, I think, has been Goran's been the most consistent player and the Heat's best player from start to finish, so start to where we are now. There's no question. <clears throat> I agree with you, Perk. I want to see more, a little more out of Dion, but I'm real. But but I'll tell you what, it, it, he just is a different player since he came back from that 20 games mm-hmm. when he had the torn groin muscle, and then he took about four or five to get going, and then he really kicked it in, and he's, and he's shooting over 50 percent and over 50 percent on threes and. And, uh, you know, averaging over 20, um, I, th- I think he can be a consistent 18 to 20 point scorer in the league. And, and, um, and, and if, and on the, a good the, team? The, on, on, a, on a good team, a I think team, he, yeah. can, on a, he can be a good, yeah. he can be an 18 point scorer. Yes. Yeah. And, and what, what has happened and what we see is because he, you know, he's always gone to the basket, but he's finishing because he's finishing because he's hitting that outside jumper, that little step back rainbow jumper. He's making it. So guys who have playing up on him, he's given him a little bit more of a lane, and he's and he's now he's finishing better than he was. It's, um, so both both sides, both, both parts of his game help the other. The shot when the shot goes, it helps inside. When you're driving, it helps the outside. Um, if if that's a, if that becomes consistent, yes, he he can do that. And then the question becomes: Is the player the heat the heat is looking for the wing player, the scorer? Is he already on the roster? Is this the guy that they would, you know, is this the guy that you go after and try to keep in the summer? But that, that hasn't been answered yet. They, we got to see more consistency of that. And we've got, we've got two months to, you know, see that, see if that question is answered. It is a small sample size, but as Perk, I was going to ask a similar question. I was looking up Dion's stats as Perk was asking you that question. I mean, he's played so well recently, but it is a relatively small sample size. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about James Johnson? Has he convinced you that he's to turn the corner? I mean, he, he's, he's a gift, a guy, a multi-talented player. Has he exceeded your expectations? Oh gosh, yes. He's ex- I think he's exceeded everybody's expectations. I think he's. Um, I think he is what what he is. I think we see, we are seeing the type of player that he is in this. Um, I think I did it. I I sent out a tweet when they when they announced the other night all the big men in the NBA in that skills competition. I'll put James Johnson up against any one of them in the skills competition. Mm-hmm. A guy his size who can do the things he can do and handle the ball and shoot the three, go to the basket um, and defend. I, I think um, no, he's he's he has absolutely exceeded what anybody thought. Was, there would have been a lot more uh, people coming after him, and he's making himself a lot of money. He is, and probably maybe pricing himself out of the heat range this summer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Tom, uh, I know I asked you this a lot. Uh, the Heat, two games out of the playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Are we at the point that we expect them to get that playoff spot, or are we still hoping that they get that playoff spot? I think hoping. Yeah, I, I don't. I yeah, I, I don't. I don't expect it. I think you're looking at a group of teams um, uh, right now. I think it's Charlotte in there, but you're looking at a group of teams with Charlotte, uh, Milwaukee, Detroit. Detroit. And probably the Heat. So one, two, so those four teams. I'm assuming now. And if you want to throw Chicago in there and say you're looking for five teams for two spots, right. uh, we'll see what the Bulls do. The Bulls have the Bulls have the most potential to uh, kind of separate themselves from in that seven spot, but they also have the most potential potential to implode. 
with the dysfunction going on there. So, so there are, you can say right now there's five teams for two spots and maybe you're going to come down to four for one. So, you know, and, and their chances is probably good as, as, as any of the other, other, other four. Although I would say this, if you had to choose one right now, I would say Milwaukee um, will, uh, they, they probably the most talented out of that group. And I would, I would like, they have the better chance of kind of getting on a run and going and kind of separating, but but you know, right now, and, and that's it. That's what makes tomorrow night, uh, uh, Wednesday night's game really interesting. Was playing Milwaukee, but um, mm-hmm. right now, I think that's that's where you're at. But it's not. I don't. I don't think it'd be, it'd be tough to expect them to to make the playoffs right now. See, I'm looking. I'm wildly optimistic. I know they're not going to continue. This is a 10 game win streak. They're they're mm-hmm. going to have some bad times ahead. But I'm looking at the number seven seed as a, as a possibility and playing Boston maybe in that first round rather than than uh, uh, Cleveland. Right now, they're four, they're two games out of the eighth spot, four games out of the seventh spot. So you see them finishing ahead of Chicago and Milwaukee. Chicago is a dumpster fire right now. Well, yeah, but they, yeah, they are, they are, but, um, but they certainly have the talent where they can just they do put it out there and they can win games probably easier, especially easier than the Heat for sure. Um, but, but I agree. I, I think Milwaukee's the most talented out of those guys. They have the best player out of these group of four teams and and uh, Giannis and uh, so. But, uh, but you know, I, you know, why not dream? Yeah, I, I think I, I, you're looking at anywhere from 7 to uh, to 10 probably right now, 10 or 11. Hey, Tom, real quick, we're up against the break. Uh, you know, it's it's All-Star Month, so the mm-hmm. Heat only has nine games this month. Seven of them are on the road. Right. A, a, a winning month? I mean, what, what, what do you expect? I mean, three wins, four wins? What's a good month here? Well, what are they now in the month? You caught me. I don't, I'm not out to start in front of me. They are 2-0. Uh, they are 2-0. Uh, and oh. The two and zero in the month. Two and zero um, in the month. Yeah, yeah nine, nine remaining win. games. I should have said. Nine remaining. Right, yes. Remaining, okay. Nine. Remaining. Eleven. Eleven games. Yeah, I think they can win six because they can win three. They can win three in this. I think Milwaukee's going to be a tough win. They can win tonight in in um, Brooklyn. I think I think you're going to have a tough game against uh, Philadelphia. Going to be a tough game Saturday at, at Philadelphia. Back to coming off back to back and Embiid back playing. You should beat Orlando. I, I think you can win six games. I, I think six and five would be a good month. Seven seven and four would be a really good month. But uh, but why not? You know, having the two and zero start, yep. um, and then that would put them in position. They'd, then they'd be right there, starting March, starting really. That's kind of starting the home stretch. The last six weeks, uh, they'd be they'd be right there. They'd be in a playoff race. Tom, thanks for taking the time to come out of us today and keep warm up there. Twenty degrees, is that right? Hey, I, that's right. Wait, I went run. I went out there three miles out there. Not bad. Nice. It's invig- invigorating. That's, that's, that's right. I think of another word like <laughs> shrinkage. <laughs> Thanks, I'm not Tom. going there. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. We'll see you guys. Right. Bye-bye. Tom D'Angelo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.